today I'm going to share with you some things what happens when the kingdom of God is present because I feel his presence. Thank God for the praise and worship team coming up here singing with the track and bringing the presence of God into this place. This is not a light thing. It's a great thing. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's a great thing. God is about greatness. God is not about just having, you know, staying little and, oh, we're just going to stay small. And, oh, see, aquí estamos nomás. We're humble and we're going to, no, 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 no. It may start out like that. It might start out like that. But I'm here to tell you today, there's going to be some change. I'm beginning to declare some change. That the kingdom of God, when it shows up in your life, here in this service, and when you go home, when you go to work, and when you're around your families, that the kingdom of God would be resident on you so strong that when you walk into a room, people ask, what, why, how, who, who are you? What are you about? When you walk into a room, all of a sudden sickness, it, it can't exist. Oh, come on. The power of God can reside on a human being that powerful that when you walk into a place, your family, your friends, your business, all of a sudden begins to transform because you walked in. Are you with me? Today in this room, as I, as I continue to talk and we continue to read some scriptures on the kingdom, some of you might hear some people mumbling. Some of you might hear some people beginning to pray in this language. What are they? They sound like they're mumbling. They sound like, oh, I don't understand that language. That's not African. That's not, that's not Spanish. That's not, yeah, that's not French. What, I, don't, I don't understand that dialect. Well, you know what? The presence of God comes to baptize people with power. And proof of that power is that new language that comes. So if you hear that today, according to the book of Jude, Verse one, chapter 1, verse 20, it said that, that when you pray in the Holy Spirit, they're building themselves up. In Romans 8, 26, it says when people are praying, they don't know what they ought to pray. That they're praying for the saints. They're praying for the people of God. So if you begin to hear people today, and they begin to, and, and, and the presence of God comes on them, and they begin to, you know, that's the presence of God stirring them up. Hear me. For something that's going to take place here this week in your life, in your family, in your business, in your body. Come on, I'm speaking to sickness that's inside of some of you. When the kingdom shows up, sickness cannot reside. It can't. And I have to declare that over my body. I have to declare that over my wife's body. I have to declare that over my family's body. When sickness tries to come in, I come in with joy and I come in with strength and, and the power of God hits the room because I have somebody that's sick in my family. Some of you know my mother. When I walk in, I want to bring joy, making my mom laugh. Are you with me? Bringing the power of God and telling her, you're going to be all right, mom. And then she quirks up and we crack a joke and she starts laughing. She gets all about her sickness. But the power of God is in this place today. And I reiterate that because as, as the power begins to hit people, the presence of God begins to show up. 
the supernatural begins to take place in the church. When Pastor Sergio comes up here to speak, the supernatural is being released. And then some of us, here's what happens. We, we get so, uh, what do you say? We get so used to just coming to church that the supernatural just passes you over. It's all, well, I just got to get to church. Well, I just got to worship today. I'm just going to worship. Well, we just, we're just going to listen to the word. We're going to take a couple notes. Hallelujah. No. The things that are happening right now in this room are to get you through this week. Are to get you through this month. For some of you, it could transform the rest of your life this day. Your whole direction of your life. Because one decision changed the course of your life. Next thing you know, you're going on a missions trip. Well, I don't know how I'm going to go. That's right. It's not for you to figure out how that money's going to come. Just know that it's going to come once you say, I'll go. Because that's what a lot of those people did. They didn't have the money to go on those missions trips. That's the kingdom. Thank God for, for this church. Or I wouldn't have had a church to go to because there's not a whole lot of churches like this. Power of God flowing. Supernatural. Come on, how many of you have had miracles in here take place in your job, in your body, in your family? People get saved that you didn't think were going to get saved. That's the kingdom. When me and my wife and I started coming here and, and, and started, because I was in another church. Some of you knew. And I just don't leave churches and go to other churches. That's, that's not me. That's not my brother. Amen. My brother talked to me, and I talked to the pastor where I was at, and I said, hey, I'm going to go and attend the church of my brother, and he's starting a church, and, and I had a ministry, and, and, and my brother understood I had a ministry, and we were going to other nations, too, with our ministry, and, and he's like, yeah, yeah, okay, you know, do your ministry and, and come here and, you know, support. I said, yeah, do whatever we can when we're here. Hallelujah. And I just want to thank God for Pastor Tina and Pastor Sergio for allowing us to do that. Because Impact Ministry, the Impact Baseball Academy has been able to touch lives because of Pastor Sergio and Pastor Tina in other countries. Not only that, we were able to bring them to this country and put them in private schools because there were people that said, we want to help these young people and put them in school so they could get an education and that their lives could be changed by the power of God. Amen? So, I, again, I just want to reiterate that and thank Pastor Sergio, I know if you're listening, Pastor, my brother, thank you again for, for everything that you're doing and, and, and even the support that you're giving us as, as we prepare to go to, to Southern California, San Diego. Amen. Hallelujah. I, I've, I was there for many, many years, and so I know that area very well. And, and I consider that my, my second home as well as, as Sacramento. Amen. So keep us in your prayers as we, as we prepare to go. And as we prepare to do what God is asking us to do, and, and we're going to stay connected. I, I always have been with my brother and his ministries wherever he's gone, and even more so now because we've been a part of this church, and we've built a lot of relationships with a lot of people here in this church. Amen. Gloria a Dios. Ahora tengo que hablar más español también porque mi esposa habla español. Amen. So I had to speak Spanish because my, I married a, a, a Latin woman, amen, from the Dominican Republic. Isn't God good? Go on the mission field and meet my wife on the mission field. That's a powerful thing. <laughs> and you know what? It, my brother my brother's like, what did you start? 
come to our church and go meet a woman and these other guys are meeting women in other countries and what did you what I'm like I don't know it's just contagious I guess as long as you're doing the work of the Lord God will supply he knows what you have need of men women those of you that are single in here your thought should be I want to do the work of the Lord first and along the way he creates a vacuum and he brings the right people to you. Are you with me? Everything you need from finances, people, materials, everything comes. Let's go to Matthew chapter 6. Oh, hallelujah. And, and, and before I get into this, something I want to say too. You know, sometimes I come in at different churches and, and, and here too. And, and, and the power of God begins to move on me, and, and I begin to prophesy over people. And we begin to declare things in their present and from their past or their present and into their future. If you get a word today, take it to your pastors. Take it to your leaders and say, hey, Pastor Vince said this, and he mentioned this, and he mentioned this. We don't want you making some hasty decisions. Because I, I know sometimes people do that. And we got a word, and right away they, well, Pastor said I'm supposed to go, and I'm called to preach. Well, yeah, but are you paying your bills? Because we notice you have a problem paying your bills. And, uh, and, 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 and you have an anger problem. And, and, and you, get angry real mad, you get angry real fast. And we need, we need to work on that before you begin to get into your ministry. That's not a wrong word what he said because he did see the call. But let's work on those, those, those things. Are you with me? Because I sense things in here for a lot of you. I see the future. I see where some of you have come from. I see where you're at. But there's, there's a process when you get a prophetic word. But see, the prophetic word gives vision because some of you don't have a vision. I can feel you in here. As I talk about the kingdom, you're going to get some vision. Some of you are going to get ideas. Some, some creativity is going to explode inside of some of you. So if you get a word today, as we, as we begin to minister, and they're recording this, obviously, Take that message, that, that, that prophetic word, and, 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 be, and get, run it to the pastor. Pastor Vince said he mentioned this about my future and about a business or about this, this. And, then, and, and Pastor, what do you think? And then pastors can pray, and you can pray, and begin to take steps so you can walk out that prophetic word. Are you with me? Amen? I, I want to say that because sometimes when, when, when we release prophetic words, sometimes people do crazy things. Amen? So important. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Matthew 6. Verse 33, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things, hallelujah, shall be added to you. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the kingdom. We thank you that this church is about kingdom business. We thank you, Father, for the people that are in the Philippines. They're doing kingdom business. And we thank you, Lord, that you would just continue to pour out your spirit upon all flesh in this place. Father, we thank you for your anointing. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for purpose. Father, we just thank you, Lord God. We're, great, we're grateful for everything you've done and all that you're going to do. Don't let us get stagnant, Lord God. Don't let us get stagnant with where we're at in our life. But it begin to awaken inside of us a new hunger for the things of God, for the kingdom of God to come alive inside of us, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, and everybody said, amen and amen. So I want to talk to you today about the kingdom. 
I'm going to kind of run through some scriptures and, and we're going to, you know, go back and forth and we're going to minister to some people. Amen. And, and we're going to begin to, to speak the word of God to help some of you get some direction because I feel like some of you are stuck in a rut. You're just kind of, well, I'm living, and I go to my job, and I wake up, and I pay my bills, and, 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 and here we are. And, 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 and There's some things you could do to break that rut. Are you with me? There are some things you could begin to do. There are some things you can begin to do. There are some things that you must do. Hear me. So important. But seek first the kingdom of God. Some of you are like, well, what, 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 what are you talking about, Pastor? We've got to seek the kingdom. What does it mean to seek? To seek just a, you know, when, when, when the mother says, hey, go, go, and, go and pick up that hat in your room. And a little boy just goes in there. Mom, I don't see no hat. There's no hat. When it means to seek is when you go, a little boy goes into that room, he's got a mom saw a hat. Where's that hat? Just said, just, oh, there's that hat. It was right, right underneath the bed. Seek. When we come into the kingdom and we get saved, and, and God says to begin to seek the kingdom for this week, we want God to just drop blessings on us because we're saved. And we don't want to seek. Sometimes there's a seeking in prayer. We go to prayer and, this is so hard to pray. And, oh God. Some of you need to get filled with the Holy Ghost. Let's start there. You come in, you got Jesus in your heart. It's like, a, it's, it's like having this nice car, Ferrari, Maserati, Lamborghini. Whoa, look at that. It's a red car. And, and oh, it's so nice. Look at those rims. Look at that tire. Ooh, oh, let's sit in it. Oh, man, look at that. I feel so good. But it's like having that car and there's no gas in it. So everybody just goes, oh, she's so nice. Oh, he's so good. Oh, look at him. He's just so, he's, he's so polite. Oh, you got all these nice things going on in your life because you're saved. See, it's a kingdom. But you got no power. That when you speak, Things can change. I, I love my wife. Love my wife to death. She says, you know why hurricanes don't hit us a lot in the Dominican, especially our area? She says, because when, 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 when our pastors and leaders begin to pray, the storms, they come at us. They do. You can see in the news. And all of a sudden, the hurricane goes around their city. Many times, and I've seen her. She's told me. She'd be called. They're praying. The storm's going to go around. Not going to hit us. And the storm, according to the news, is going right for San Pedro de Macorís. And next thing you know, whoosh, goes up north, up back up into the Atlantic. Why? Because there's people with power that when they pray, they know their prayers are going to be answered because they're people of the kingdom. Are you with me? So you got to have the power of God inside of you. Seeking the king. They didn't just go in and say one prayer. Well, Lord, can you just move the, please, Lord, move the storm and move the storm. Please don't let it hit San Pedro in Jesus' name. And walk away. No, no. They had to get in there and grind away. 
They had to get in there. Father, we just pray. We command this storm to go around San Pedro. We pray that it goes out into the Atlantic. We pray that if this storm does not try to come into this area, Father, we thank you that we push it right now in Jesus' name out and around. And you know what? That storm goes around. I don't know how, but it works. They believe. When they speak, things begin to happen. What are you speaking about your job? What are you speaking about your family? What are you speaking about your finances? What are you speaking to your bank account? What are you speaking about your health? Come on, I got to help some of you today. Because some of you are stuck in a rut and you, you, you stop speaking. You stop seeking the kingdom. Are you with me? It's the first thing. But seek first the kingdom. Turn to your neighbor and say, but seek first the kingdom. Seek first the kingdom. It's so, it's so interesting in, in, in the Bible when we talk about the kingdom, John the Baptist, when he first came on in Matthew 3, he said, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. So the first thing that must happen to you is you must repent. Repent of your sin. You know what you've been doing wrong. Nobody needs to come up here and prophesy to you, well, you've been doing this, and you've been lying, and you've been sleeping around, and you've been, nobody needs to do that. You know. You know what's not right in your heart. You know you lied on your sister. You know that you lied to your dad or your mom. You know the things that are wrong. Repent. Once you repent, the kingdom of God begins to boom, show up in your life. Now the kingdom, now the kingdom shows up. Because that's the first sign of the kingdom. Now I'm going to give you three points today. I want you to remember these three points. Because it's so important that when the kingdom of God is moving, these three things should be happening consistently in your life. Number one, the kingdom of God is present. The power of God is evident. The power of God is evident. Acts 10.44 the Bible says it talks about the power of God fell on them when Peter was speaking. The power of God fell on them when Peter began to speak, just like it's fallen on some of you today as I speak. Are you with me? Nothing to be afraid about. Don't be afraid. Don't go in fear on this thing. Just get ready to repent because the kingdom's got to show up. And when the kingdom begins to show up, the power of God gets closer and closer and closer to you. And next thing you know, it begins working inside of you. And now when you begin to speak, things begin to change. I find it real interesting when people first get saved, when they get a quick understanding of what it means to repent and come into the kingdom. Now they go into their prayer closet and they begin to, to move things around. You know what I mean by that? They begin to say, Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you that I will not cuss. I thank you that cussing can't live inside of me. I thank you that I won't not, when, when, when I choose, uh, when I get angry or frustrated, cuss words won't come out of me, but I'll begin to praise you. I'll begin to thank you, and your mind, your crazy mind goes, thank him? 
Thank him for, for when things go bad. Thank him. Thank him when things aren't going right. That, see how your mind kicks in all of a sudden? See, because the kingdom principle would be when, you know what, we just got some bad news that they're thinking of firing you. Somebody said they're, they're thinking of moving you to another company, and they don't want you in this company. And so they're going to, you know what your first response should be? Father, we just thank you. Hallelujah in Jesus' name. Thank you for this job. Thank you for where you have me. Thank you, God, for where you're taking me. Thank you that my bills are paid. I don't know how, but so what for the talk, Lord? I thank, see, that's the kingdom. Some of you are still looking at me sideways. You mean I got to praise the Lord when things ain't going right? Yeah. Because that's the kingdom. The power of God is evident. <laughs> the power of God is evident. How many of you have had an experience where you knew it had to be God that healed your body, that got you a job, where finances came out of nowhere, and next thing you know, you're going on a missions trip because somebody gave Sister Mita or Jessica a check Two thousand dollars for somebody to go, and Pastor Sergio says, "Hey, we somebody paid your your to uh, your, your 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 plane ticket. Somebody paid your food. Somebody paid your, your your everything for you to go on a missions trip." That's the kingdom. But are you willing? Let me ask you a question. But are you willing to believe? See, that's the question. So what ends up happening is, people keep coming to church. They keep coming to church. Keep coming to church. And then they're watching other people get blessed. And they're like, hmm, sister so-and-so's going on a trip. She, she can't afford that. I know what she makes. Hmm, brother so-and-so got a new car. Wow, this is interesting. This kingdom thing really works. So they're watching. They're studying others. I see y'all. I've been coming here long enough to see who's looking at who and who's not looking at who. And did you see sister so-and-so? She got a new dress and she got some new shoes and look at her hair is done. And then nails. Oh, that's expensive nail work right there. I know that don't cost. That's, How did she afford that? And how did it? Come on. People have been known to give gift certificates. People have been known to go, hey, I'm going to take care of you, girl. Go over there. They're going to do your nails. They're going to do your feet. They're going to give you a massage. They're going to cut your hair. They're going to do your makeup. Go over there. Are you with me? That's the kingdom. So don't sit here and say, well, I, I don't know how these things are going to work. And I don't, it's not for you to, to wonder how they're going to happen. Just know they're going to happen. That's the kingdom. Give me another scripture. So the power of God is evident, Acts 10, 44. John 3, 3, people get saved when the kingdom is present. Number two, the presence of God is experienced. You experience the presence of God. When the kingdom of God is in the room, you begin to experience. Oh, hallelujah. You begin to experience. Hallelujah. What is your name, sister? Angelina. Hallelujah. I feel, I, I hear the power and I hear the anointing of God just ringing around you because there is much administration, there is much ideas, you have so much creativity inside of your life. Uh, the Lord says you will own a business and you will run this business and this business will bring you the amount of money that you're believing for so that you can accomplish the things that you are called to accomplish for God. 
The Lord says, begin to write them down on paper. Begin to write your ideas. Begin to write your vision down. Begin to write your plan. For, yeah, you've been hurt. Yeah, there's been much suffering up to this day, says the Lord. But the Lord says, I'm beginning to change the plan, and I'm beginning to rearrange your life in a new way and in a new pattern. And at times it may seem odd to you for you to start praising God when things don't look right. But I see you praising God. It's been difficult. I see you in your room just, God, I'm going to thank you anyway. Things don't seem right. But the minute you begin to go into praise, then God begins to move on your behalf for your vision that God has given you for business. I sense business all around you. The ideas for business. And Lord says, don't worry about your family because I'm doing a work right there right now. As you begin to obey, I begin to work around the family. I begin to work around Young, I see young people around you. There's different young people in your family that are just crying out. They're in pain. There's hurt, torment. The Lord says, when you begin to walk into a room, I now be good to go with you. And when you walk into a room, those even young people will begin to ask questions, and they'll begin to cry. And they'll begin to tell you things that they wouldn't talk to nobody else, but they're going to talk to Angelina. Does that bear witness with you? Yeah. See, when the power of God comes into a room, all of a sudden you, you begin to experience things. All of a sudden, the, the experience of God begins to affect your life, and now you're like, oh, I know this was God. I know that God is in this place. I know that God is doing something now because this and this and this line up. Are you with me? I like Acts chapter 9, verse 3. Here's Saul. I'm going to go kill these Christians. I'm going to go take these fools out. I'm gonna, he's riding up on his horse, and all of a sudden, Jesus shows up. Boom! Knocks him dead. said that he fell. Jesus showed up. Do you know some people can fall? Come on, are you with me? That's a scriptural proof that some people come up to the altar, and they fall. He knocked Saul down. Bow! He went down, the Bible said. He fell. Look up the word fell if you got to go do Hebrew and Greek on it. Some of you theologians, God don't knock people down. He does too. Saul, boom, fell, went to the ground. And he's, he's all confused, like, Lord, what, what's going on? And he even called him Lord. So he knew it was Jesus. When the kingdom of God is there, the presence of God is experienced. He experienced the presence of God. And then it said he got some instruction. I like that. The kingdom of God is about giving you instruction. And some of you need instruction. Some of you want a deep prophetic word that thus saith the Lord. You know the first instruction? Get to church. Here's another one. Begin to read your Bible daily. Here's another one. Begin to pray. Just seek God in prayer. Go into your prayer when you wake up and just get into your front room and begin to thank the Lord for your day. And begin to picture your day as a pleasant day, a powerful day. You walking, making money, treating clients and customers well, seeing new clients come in the door. Are you doing that? See how prayer can get? God can begin to move in such a way as you begin to experience him, all of a sudden creativity comes. Creativity begins to show up. The presence of God is experienced like he did in Saul, Acts 9, 3 and 6. And look at this third one. When the kingdom of God is present, 
the purposes of God are revealed. So some of you are in here trying to figure out, well, what am I called to do? I think I'm called to do this, or I think I'm called to do this. Let me tell you how you figure out when you, when you begin, to, uh, when you want to figure out your call, your purpose in life. Because some of you are still trying to figure it out. You're working a job, you hate it, you're, you're frustrated, you don't like it. Let me help some of you out. Are you ready? Some of you are like, what's he going to say? Come to church. When praise and worship starts, raise your hands, begin to worship the Lord. See, these are very simple keys that will help unlock the purposes of God in your life. Because guess what? Do you know that all of us, when we come together and we begin to worship, we bring the kingdom of God into a place. Even if you had a bad day. But here's what some of you want. You want a blessing. And then the praise and worship team comes up in here, and you're like, well, God, you're going to have to get me to praise because I had a hellish week. The devil was attacking me. My body is sick. My boss is mad at me. And now I got to worship? Yes. Your blessing is found in this praise and worship. Are you with me? Some of you are going to get this. I know it's like, boom, it's to keep hitting. Boom, now hitting again. It's like some of you getting hit on top of the head with this message on praise and worship. Because, uh, you know, Pastor Tina, I've, I've always watched pastors. Pastor Tina, Pastor sometimes they'll be praising, and all of a sudden they'll go. <laughs> Real nice. They're not like. <laughs> you know, I always watch pastors. And, and we wonder. We have to know. How's the house doing? How's, what's going on? We need to feel the, the, the presence of God on the life of the people. They're so very kindly. They say, But they're taking it, they're, 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 no, well, we have to, I do it, I do it as a pastor, it's, it's our heart, it's not, I'm not busting it out, I'm, I'm just saying, that, listen, if they don't do that, they don't care. But now don't, because they look, he <laughs> they looked, no, come on, you know, you're, you're grown up, come on, they just looking to see, okay, how many people, what's going on, how many, all right. uh, that's our heart, that's a pastor's heart. We need to look around. We want to see people come back and begin to worship. It's not a wrong thing, you know, because we have to take a thermometer. We got to understand as pastors, we are accountable for what goes on in the house of God. I look around. I'm always looking. I'm always feeling. I'm always sensitive to the hearts of the people. This morning, I grabbed my wife and said, we need to pray for the people. Let's pray for the people, babe. Before we walked out the door, Father, we just pray for the people, the kingdom of God people. Those people that are in the kingdom, those people that are coming into the kingdom, God, we bless them right now. And we just began to pray before we walked out the door. I said, Lord, touch them. I said, because we're going. And when I'm up here, she's up here. You got to understand. We're a team. She's feeling me. I'm feeling her. And I all of a sudden begin to feel messages that she reminded me of the kingdom and the Dominican and how God moved through prayers and things just. And then there's a connection. There's a flow there. Are you with me? God, the kingdom of God. When it begins to show up, it, the purposes of God. When, when, when me and my brother got saved and, 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 and people began to, we'd go to conferences and, and we would like, we, again, we were trying to sit in the first and second row. We was getting there early, going to the book table before anybody. And we was trying to get into the front. And we just, God, speak to us. We want to hear. People were always pulling us out. Let's say the Lord, you are called to go to the nations. We see you going here. We see you doing this. The Lord's going to take you. You will build churches. You will work in churches. You will travel to this nation, and you will travel to this nation. And we knew, okay, we're called. The kingdom of God is here. We are called to preach the gospel. We are going to pastor the gospel. We are going to work and operate in the gifts. 
Because at, at the time, there weren't a whole lot of people that we were around that were flowing in power. I mean, supernatural things, healings and prophecies and wisdom and knowledge and insight and new ideas for businesses. Boom, showing up one day. Why? Because a preacher preached the gospel of the kingdom. Young man, this young man right here, you're like, you got a hunger on you. You got a new hunger on you. What's your name? Jay? Jay, you got a new hunger on you. And you're like tired of where you're at. You're like, you need, you need like something, something. God's like rearranging stuff in your life. And you are, a, you, you're a, you have a lot of creativity and ideas. And, and, and don't leave where you're at. Because I believe where you're at, there's a purpose right there right now. And there's somebody you're going to affect for the kingdom of God. They're watching you. It's almost like a boss. It's watching you. Seeing how you work. You're a hard worker. You're a diligent man. You don't play games. You're black and you're white and it's like this and it's not like this and this is the way it's going to be and we're going to get it done. If you don't have an idea, I'm going to provide the idea. I'm going to find a way. That's God's kind of man. And I hear the presence of God saying, don't worry about the storms that may blow this week. Begin to praise me. Begin to worship me. Begin to know me in praise and in worship, and you will see me do some supernatural things in your work and even give you new ideas for your business and your future and your call to go to the nations. Because you will go to the nations, says the Lord. For there's a call for you to preach the gospel. For there's a call to you to do business. For there's a, a, a multidimensional call on your life. And finances flow to you very simply for some reason. Money, you don't have a problem. Money is almost like you show up, you begin to bring things into a better state, and then all of a sudden the boss says, we want to bless you. They don't say bless you, but we want to pay you more money. <laughs> you know what I mean. So if the storm begins to blow this week or in the week to come, don't worry. And is this your girlfriend, your wife? Your wife? If, if, remind him of this, Really? Because the storm begins to blow. Hey, hey, remember what the preacher man said. Just begin to praise him. Begin to thank him. Because I'm serious. We need that. My wife does that to me all the time. I begin frustrated on some things at work. Or I come home and it's like, man, I don't know why. I just, hey, it's all right. You're a barber. You cut hair. Do that. That's your calling. I mean, it happens. Some days you go to work, you come home, you're like, why am I here? Right, Jonathan? Come on, because I feel that on you too. You're like... Man, I went to Bible school, Lord, and I'm doing this. Don't worry. There's a time and a season. Right now, you're still being primed. You're still being primed, Jonathan. There's still things being rearranged. There's still things. Don't let it get dull in your life. It feels like a dullness getting there. Don't let it get dull. But begin to go, Lord, okay, I'm going to step out, and I'm going to help more in this situation. And I'm going to serve more in this situation. Because the Lord's plan, it, it didn't get thrown aside. Don't worry. It didn't get thrown aside. It wasn't done in vain, you going to Malaysia. That was not done in vain. God sees your heart. God knows you, what you did and the seeds that you've sown. I hear the Lord saying there's more seeds that are going to be sown, even in finances, even in ministry. So the kingdom, the purposes of God are revealed. They're revealed. The kingdom of God shows up. All of a sudden, revelation shows up. Things begin to show up. 
that you didn't know before, and now God begins to show you. But it goes back to that Matthew seeking. Are you seeking the kingdom? Because, see, when people begin to seek the kingdom, they're, they're moving. There's, there's, there's motion. Man, they're doing stuff. They're, there's, there's, they're going to uh, uh, Bible study. They're showing up to Pastor Chito's newcomers class and Pastor Norma. They're, they're trying to get there. When there's that seeking, oh, my goodness. The kingdom of God begins to get closer and begins to get closer and begins to get closer to reveal your purposes. Now, here's this. The kingdom of God begins to show up, and some of you are already in some of the purposes, but you need some direction. I feel some of you are in the church, and you're involved, and you love the Lord, and you praise the Lord, but there's still some direction that needs to come. There's still some direction that needs to come. There's still some direction that needs to come. Oh, I stuck on there. Direction that needs to come to you. Mm. Hallelujah. Let's just do something here. I want to pray. And I want you to pray. And I want you to thank the Lord, first of all. You start by thanking. You start by being grateful for what you have and where you're at. Because I sense direction coming. And as we begin to pray, and even as I begin to preach, you got to get out a notepad. Get your notepad out because you're going to begin to write some things down as I continue to speak. And you're going to have ideas that you're going to run by Pastor Chito and Pastor Norma and Pastor Tina and Pastor Sergio and, 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 and some of your leaders, Jessica and, 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 and some of the other leaders, Mita and, and the help the staff. And you're going to run some things by them and you're going to say, hey, you know what? I got this idea and I got these for my life. You're not trying to get ideas for the church. That's what they do. Hear me now. I said, Pastor said, Pastor Vince said, you're going to get ideas. I'm going to bring ideas to help the pastor the church. No, that's their job. Ideas for your life. Come on, stay with me now. And as you get these things, and he reveals them to you, run them by them. Let's pray. Let's thank the Lord. And then I want you to pray over those needs, those things, because the kingdom wants to help meet those needs. Father, we thank you. Oh, we worship you and we thank you. For you're the King of Kings. You're the Lord of Lords. You're the Alpha and the Omega. You're the beginning and the end. There is no God like you. Father, we thank you for everything that you're doing. We thank you for our jobs. We thank you for our friends. Thank you for our husbands and wives. Thank you for our children. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for our business. Thank you for our finances. Thank you for our bank account. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You are so good and wonderful. Father, we just love you and we honor you. We thank you for creativity. We thank you for revelation. We thank you, Father God, for the things that you're bringing to us. Oh, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now get ready as I continue to talk. Things, will, your Ideas and things are going to begin to come to some of you because your mind is in another, in another position to receive here. Come on. Hallelujah. There's some leaders and some people in the church that are in, around leadership and, and I, want you to, I want you to hear this because I feel you. Don't get frustrated about where you're at. Because a lot of you in, are in this, are in like a hovering state. And that's a good place to be. 
And here, here's what I see. I see some people looking at others and going, wow, look at them. They're being blessed. And wow, look at them. They're going on this missions trip. And wow, look at them. And da, da, wow, they're getting blessed. Don't, don't get caught up in that. Here's what you do. Let me give you a kingdom principle. Begin to find ways to bless them even more. Boy, it's got quiet in here. It's like, hmm, what? But I'm going through it, and it doesn't seem like my Christianity walk is doing anything or going anywhere, and I go to church, and I pay my tithes, and, and I'm on time, and I'm helping in this ministry, and I'm doing this, and I'm doing that. But the kingdom would say, begin to bless those that are being blessed. Because the day is coming soon that you will be blessed. I know I'm hitting something because it's quiet. A couple of amens, you know, and they're even like, amen. I think. Bless those. I remember in my ministry is working in this church and I was seeing other associate pastors get blessed and they were going on mission trips and I wasn't going on these mission trips. I had to stay. I had to help. That's why I admire all the work that's being done when the missions team is out. Y'all are carrying this work. It's on your shoulders now. And that's a great time because this, in, during this time, you get to experience what the presence of God will do even when the leaders are out. And matter of fact, check this out. You take, help take the church to another level when the leaders are out. I said, when the leaders are out, you are here to help take the church to another level. And then the pastor leaves and he comes back and Pastor Sturgeon said, how'd it go? Oh my gosh, this went, this happened and the praise, the presence of God came in. There were no instruments and the, the spirit of God began to move and, and bodies were healed and, and, and the ushers, man, we were like in sync. They said, pastor Chito said, we took up the offering. They were like, boom, taking up, handing the envelopes out and they were all joyful and there was a peace on them. And man, there was just, the sound was good and the, the, the ooh, everything was smooth except for a little hiccup that went on but that was nothing you see it, it, everything was great we went to another level guess what we as a body are responsible for that see that's the kingdom the leader can step out the leaders can, multiple leaders that are not here can step out and you all of a sudden that anointing that weight begins to rest on you usher workers and greeters and those of you that are children's church and that's when it's time for you to, mm, I'm going to put this thing on, and we're going to begin to walk. See, that's the kingdom. Look at these three things. I'm going to say them again. And we're going to get ready to pray for some more people. When the kingdom of God is present, the power of God is evident. The presence of God is experienced. And the purposes of God are revealed. Judges, I like this one. Judges 6.22. How many of you know the story of Gideon? Santo Romo, see, how, how many of you know the story of Gideon? They're like, but me? But me? How? Me? I'm the lowest and the weakest and the, the non-leader and the non-warrior and the non... Come on. This man of God behind you, Amanda. What is your name, ma'am, sir? Yes. Say again. Ben. I hear the Lord saying, you're like a Gideon. Right now it's quiet. Right now I'm just doing this, minding your own business. And the Lord all of a sudden picks you and pulls you up and pulls you out. He says, I have work for you, Ben. 
for there are great things that will come out of you and family and people will say, but him and how and what? For the Lord says you will be a sign and a wonder. And the Lord will begin to move in such a way that you didn't even think he could do this with you. For you will go to the nations. For the Lord will use you to pray for people. For the Lord will use you and touch your family too, Ben. For the Lord says you're pioneering something in your family that has not yet been pioneered. And you're stepping out, and that's why it's been difficult, Ben. Huh. That's why it's been so difficult. That's why hell has been trying to keep you down. And that's why self-doubt and fear and worry has been trying to hit you. Like, you even show up to church like, why am I going? And But there's something here. And you know it, but you still show up and you go, why am I going? I don't even know why I'm going. No, I'm going. And there's, I feel some of you other ones in here, ladies. You're like, you show up, but you don't know why you're going. There's a vacuum that the kingdom creates that helped get you here. Ben, get ready. Just get ready. Hold on to your seat. Because you know that's the presence of God. Only God would know that. I don't even know you. I've seen you here from time to time, but I, I don't know you. And you know that's the Lord that's speaking to you. Greatness is around you, Ben. Hallelujah. Brother Ray and your wife, stand up. Stand up. Stand up, Brother Ray. I hear the Lord saying, there's a healing anointing on both of you. Sick people will be around you, and you'll wonder, why are all these sick people, homeless people that are sick and got these diseases and da, da, da. The Lord says, begin to lay hands on them. Healing will begin to flow out of you like a river. Healing will begin to flow. The gift of healing is imminent and strong in both of your lives. And you're so bold. When those sick people and those homeless people come around you, begin to just pray for them. Pray, pray healing. Go there first if you don't know what to pray. Father, we just pray for healing over their family. Father, we pray for their bodies and their mind. Father, we just release the healing power of God over them. And you'll see, begin to see God move in such a way because you almost lulled out. You lulled out. in some. You're, work, you're hard workers. But now there's some spiritual things and some supernatural things that need to click, need to get moving. You need to catch up. It's almost like, come on, get in sync with the, with the church. Get in sync with the leaders. Get in sync with what's going on in the spirit. The kingdom is moving, and you don't want to be left behind. I feel you don't want to be left behind. I know you don't. I know, I know you, Ray. I know you, Priscilla. And don't feel guilty. Just repent. That's the first stage. Lord, forgive me. I haven't been doing it. Boom, and then begin to do it. This, even today, things will begin to happen around your home. And you're rocking the streets. Homeless, I just see you praying for some homeless people. I don't know why. Homeless people, sick people. And just keep praying and keep praying and keep praying. Father, we thank you. We bless them. Ready? Just point your hands to them. Father, we just bless them. And we thank you for the healing anointing that's in the home as they pray for their children, relatives, neighbors. Healing is being released to them. Sato romo mende. That the kingdom of God. Father, will begin to show up in power and it will be evident to them in the name of Jesus. Oh, in Jesus' name. Let me give you one more scripture. I just feel the anointing on this business thing. In 1 Kings 17, 7 through 16, when the kingdom showed up, 
In other words, a man of God showed up with a word. Elijah shows up, and he says, hey, what do you got? You know, feed me. You know, I need some oil. I need some flour. I need, you, know, you make me something. There. She's like, we're going to die. I don't got nothing. You asking me to give? I'm barely going to make it right here. Things ain't going real well. Pastor Serge was asking for an offering. He's not asking for him. He's asking so you can get blessed. Some of you got to get this. This is the kingdom principle. But the devil has a way to come speak to your mind. Man, there goes, there goes the pastor again asking for money. There he goes again. Look at the pastors always asking for money. Don't be foolish. He just preached on foolishness, didn't he? His last month. He's trying to get you money. Oh, man, it's quiet. I'm smacking that thing all around. You can feel it. The devil don't like this one. He's trying to get you thousands, 50,000s, hundreds of thousands, millions. Come on, I'm talking to some of you. You should be amen. Uh, millions upon millions. It's in here. I feel it. It's in here. So the kingdom of God shows up. He's Elijah, the man of God shows up, and he's saying, we got to do this, and we got to give this, and, you know, we'll get the oil together. Next thing you know, her business is created. She has a business. See the kingdom? All of a sudden, she got enough oil and enough flour, and she's selling it. And the Bible says it never runs out. More and more kept coming. How does that work? That's the kingdom. See how the kingdom works? Stand up, man, woman of God. Stand up. And miracles and miracles and miracles and miracles are in your home. For you've been faithful servant and you had a good heart and you've been working diligently, both of you, in this house. But it has been difficult at times. There has been pain. There has been even times torment. Why hasn't this happened, Lord? And how come this hasn't happened? And the Lord will say it will happen in due time. The Lord says, just continue to be diligent because there is an anointing on both of you to do such a work to affect children. Mm. Mm. Something about children. Something about children on both of you. And the Lord says, as you begin to affect the lives of those children in your family, oof. the Lord says, I'll begin to make things happen around you that you didn't think could happen. And in a miraculous way. For there will be lives that you will touch in this church and around this city. And I see you around important people. I see you around some politicians. I don't know how this fits in, but you tell us later. Politicians. I see you like around these city council members and around some city people in the city and, and prominent business people. Mm. And as you're around them, the God, God puts you there for a reason because you're going to minister to some of these people. I hear the Lord says that you're going to be around there, but it, there, there, there's still some things he's working on. I feel like there's a working that the pastors are helping you through some things, and there, there, there's some training, and there's some, some things that are beginning to, to, to be dealt with, and, and you're beginning to grow, and you're going into a new season. I hear the Lord saying a new season, a new season, a new season. And I sense healing coming into both of your bodies, healing. Wow. Healing, 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 healing. It's coming into your bodies. Depression will leave. Depression cannot leave, live there anymore. The spirit of depression that has been attacking your home, mm, it's been like a depression, a spirit that comes in and torments you, woman of God. 
a spirit of depression that had just comes in and it was, makes you worry. And then he gets frustrated because of the, the depression. And then it's like it separates you at times. The Lord says that the spirit of depression is coming off of you even as we speak. The Lord says that you will sleep and you will have peaceful sleep. The Lord says, begin, as you begin to sleep, you'll begin to even have a peace and a strength about you, woman of God. That there's a peace and a strength coming into you to even fight this off. Because it will try and come back, woman of God. It will try and come back. But the Lord says he's beginning to, to give you your battle weapons so that you can begin to fight this thing off. Where you will minister to other women in that area of depression and you will bring deliverance to them. Hear me. Hear me. Yeah, I know it. And you've been tormented. At your workplace and at home when you sleep and when you're alone, depression comes on you. The Lord says, don't worry. Just begin to learn to praise him. Go into a, go into a crazy praise. Go into your dancing. Go into a praise lifting up your hands and begin to thanking the Lord for these great things. That the kingdom of God is present in your home. For there is much prosperity in your house, says the Lord. In the name of Jesus. See how the presence of God likes to work? He likes to move in these directions. He likes to bless people. That's the kingdom. We're about blessing. Wow, sickness. Sickness has got to go. Sickness cannot live in this place. Hallelujah. I break the powers of sickness. I don't let depression and stress. A lot of you have been stressed. A lot of stress. You look on TV. Quit worrying about what Trump's doing. Quit worrying about. Some of you need to repent for. Listen to this one. No, you might not like it. But some of you need to repent for talking about Trump. We're supposed to pray for our leaders. Not talk. When you hear people, well, Trump is an idiot and Trump is that, you know, just be quiet. And when you know they're talking that much trash, you need to go home and pray for President Trump. Oh, I know it's quiet. The devil don't like to hear that. We're supposed to, as Christians, pray for our leaders. He needs prayer. Not everything he's doing sometimes may look right. But you know what? You don't got to be agreeing with every crazy person that comes up to you and says he's crazy. And this is stupid president. And he's the worst one. And this, this, this. they said that about all the presidents. But all of a sudden we get to Trump and everybody, don't, everybody backs off. Pray for him. First, repent because you've been joining in all those crazy conversations, writing crazy stuff on Facebook about him and about the decisions that he's doing. Begin to pray for him and keep your mouth quiet. Let's help the situation, not aid it. See, the devil don't like this. This is kingdom. This is kingdom. God's kingdom. Bless him. Pray for Vice President Pence. Pray for Secretary of State. Pray for the things that are going on around. Just begin to lift it up. Don't write about it and talk mess about it. Come on, be with me now. That's kingdom. I know there may be some things he's doing that ain't right, but that don't give you no right to start opening your mouth and bad-mouthing him. As a Christian, we've got to bring the kingdom into this place. That is our goal here. Pray for our mayor. Pray for the city council members. Pray for all the politicians of Sacramento. In the name of Jesus, so I like, I like the kingdom. I like the, you can go on forever talking about the kingdom. You really can. There's so much to talk about the kingdom. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. Righteousness, peace, and joy. Seek first the kingdom and his righteousness. That means get right. Live right. Have good morals. When you seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, when you read the rest of that chapter, it talks all about the things you can have. In chapter 6, all the things you can have, but you got to act right. 
We just want to get all the blessings, but we don't want to act right. Let's all stand to our feet. We're going to pray for some more people. The kingdom of God. Remember those three points. So important. So important. Father, we just thank you. As we begin to minister, Lord God, to people that need the Lord first because the kingdom of God is at hand. Lord, we pray, Father, for repentance to take place. Let conviction grip the heart of every unbeliever and every believer in here. Convict us of our sin. See, we don't hear a lot about that. Oh, man, I want to preach on that. That's a good one. We don't have enough conviction or the fear of God to go, God, I need you. I'm messed up. I got to get to the altar. I need to. Let God grip your heart today. Father, we pray for those that are in here that need you. They need to repent of their sin. They need to get right. And Father, I know they're in here. They're not right with God. They're things that aren't holy, things that aren't righteous. They're just not in right standing with you. And I pray in the name of Jesus that you will begin, Father God, to move upon their heart. They would first repent and that the kingdom of God will begin to make itself manifest in their life. In the name of Jesus. If you're in here today and you're like, you know what, I... I need to repent. I need to come just get right with God. I want you to slip up your hand right now because the kingdom of God is here and there's a new way of living for you. Yes. If you're in here, raise your hand. Raise your hand. That's good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you know I, you need to repent. What I want you to do now is I want you to come up to this altar because there's something supernatural that's going to take place. As you repent, you are realigning yourself for blessings. You are realigning yourself for the power of God to begin to flow into your life. So if you've raised your hand, just come on up here. Go ahead and put that music on like you had it. If you're up here, just come on up here. Yes, because I'm going to pray for you. And then we're going to have some of the leaders pray for you. Because it's a new day. Yeah. Oh, a new day. It's a new day. It's a new day. It's a new day, man of God. It's a new day. It's a new day. God has been tugging on your heart this whole night. God has been tugging on your heart. God has been tugging on your heart. There's a, there's a couple other people in here. Yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. God has been tugging on your heart. And you know it's like, I need, I just, I, God, I need you. I want to get these things right. Just begin to repent to the Lord of that sin. Lord, forgive me of my sin. Come back into my life. Those of you that are here at the altar, everybody just extend your hands towards them right now. And let's begin to pray for them. Father, we just pray in the name of Jesus as they sit here in this repented state that the kingdom of God is at hand in their life. That they could be transformed and that they could, Father God, begin to come into a new place in Christianity. Yes, 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 Lord. More are coming, Lord. More are coming. More are coming, Lord. Altar workers, you can come on up here. And let's begin to minister to these people. Father, we just begin to pray. Those of you that are there, extend your hands to them. Come on, church. We're the church. Let the power of God be released through your prayer for these people that are up here. Father God, anointing, anointing, come upon them. Father God, a new day. Oh, a new day. A new day, a new day, a new day. Anoint them. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus. 
Thank you, God, for she's going to touch family members. Wow, you're going you're gonna to affect family members. Family members, family members, you're going to touch because you repented. You didn't think, God, how can you use me? What can you do with me? The Lord says, I'm going to do great things with you around your family and in your neighborhood. Wow, for you're an influencer, says the Lord. You will influence many people. You are influence. You will influence. You're an influencer. You will influence these young people, too, for you have a powerful word inside of you, says the Lord. You are a powerful word that the purposes of God, purposes of God. Come on, church, begin to pray. I feel the presence getting stronger from your prayers. Just begin to pray. If you pray in tongues, pray in tongues. Oh, Wanda, come here. Ven para Ayúdame con estas mujeres. Señor, bendícelos. Hay un plan que Dios tiene por ustedes. Ay, Señor. Hay un plan. Ore por ella. Ore por ella. Señor, te damos gracias. Oh, en el nombre de Jesús. Véngase enfrente. Véngase, véngase enfrente Señor bendícelos Señor hay cambios en la vida de ellos cambios Señor tócalos propósito propósito purpose I said purpose over there purpose propósito 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 de Dios el propósito de Dios Señor bendícelas bendice cambios bendícelas Señor hay nuevas cosas que tú quieres hacer Señor oh los milagros Señor los milagros command healing to come into your body right now. I break the powers of sickness. I don't let it live. I command it to be broken off of you right now. Break it off. 